The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr. And I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, New Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes, and should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. To start off today's Valentine's telecast, the church choir under the direction of assistant choir director Iris Locke will sing the spirit-inspiring song entitled, Jesus, I Love You. 
They were ably accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano, Tiara Summers on the organ. Yes, dear television viewers, the Lord showed his love to us when he died on the cross of Calvary for the sins of the whole world so that we all may have the promise of eternal life. Let Jesus be your valentine by accepting him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. For today is the day of salvation if you will but hear his voice. The church band under the direction of head pastor William M. Hahn Jr. will play the song, Oh, How I Love Jesus. Jesus is the sweetest name we know. Praise the Lord that he never changes and is always the same yesterday and today and forever. All praises go to our Lord and Savior for the salvation of our souls and the wonderful gift of his Holy Spirit. To God be the glory for the great things he has done.
Associate Pastor Marvin Bing will now use his God-given talent to sing to the Lord the uplifting song, Love Lifted Me. Doing his background music will be Head Pastor William M. Hahn Jr. on the piano and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. It is truly the love of the Lord that can lift us up from the depths of the raging seas and bring us to the peaceful shore. He hears us when we cry in desperation and will always part the waters and make a way of escape for he is the master of the sea. Nothing is impossible with the Lord as we put our faith, hope, and trust into his hands.
The church choir will now sing the moving song entitled, If That Isn't Love. The Lord's love stretches forth to the four corners of this earth. Wherever we may be, it is comforting to know that He is only a prayer away. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen. The church orchestra under my direction will play the song, Love Divine. The Lord be, will be your guide and inspiration. Let Him have His way in your daily lives so that others may see Jesus in you. Let the Lord's divine love be a beacon of hope and light for the whole world to see.
The saints in harmony will now blend their voices to the song, I Know I Love Thee Better, Lord. They will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. There is only victory as we trust in the Lord and stand upon his words. He has given us peace and puts a song in our heart to help us overcome our many tears and trials, tests and trials. We give him all the praises and glories and thanksgiving for his daily strength to endure and press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Associate Pastor David and Mrs. Natasha Sato of the Hawaii Island Branch Church. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all, strengthen you both rather all the days of your life as you put your shoulders to the gospel wheel. Have a wonderful Sunday. I know I love thee better, Lord, than Thou art nearer still than any earthly throng, and sweeter is the scent of thee than any lovely song. The half has never yet been told of love so full and free. Has never yet been told the blood it cleanseth me. been told of love so full and free the half has never yet been told the blood it cleanseth me oh savior precious savior mine what will thy presence be
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Janda, and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the Camarillas for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. The this telecast can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSG, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9, El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 of Charles Lake City, Utah, Los Angeles, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Mount Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kittibong Gospel State telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Service is held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer time at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Common Key Branch Church located at 1361 Pollard Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor other branch churches. A service is also conducted by Pastor Reginald B. Castanari Sr. in Kanaka Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Very in Lahaina Maui, by Pastor Walter I.T. Law in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard Kiwana Sonosi in Kolo, Hawaii, by Pastor Helen Basfara in Belongo, Pekinawai, and Pastor Vesper Basfara in Prezor Skodvatamino, Philippines. You're welcome to end these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. Have you decided to volunteer to contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work? You may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And I would like to return our program back to trustee associate pastor Edwin Sport Sr. who will bring forth a spirit-directed and spirit-invited sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Good morning, dear television viewers. Our weekly telecasts give us the opportunity to come into your homes to share the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you all at the push, pull, or turn of a button in the comfort of your friendly surroundings. And we are truly grateful for your participation and prayers asking the Lord Jesus Christ to bestow his bountiful blessings upon you and your family through the reading of today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ Wants Your Heart. Today we celebrate Valentine's Day because it is especially wonderful to be loved by the Lord Jesus Christ and others who display their love through their wonderful Valentine's Day greeting cards and special expressions and other delights. However, there is something more wonderful than receiving a Valentine card or a box of candies. And that is to know that the heart of Jesus Christ is so loving and large enough to include everyone without anyone being left out and near to the heart of Jesus Christ, God himself, 
is where we find peace, quietness, and the source of our daily blessings, most especially the salvation of our souls. Hence, even if we do not receive even one Valentine card from anyone, we can still rest assured knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ loves us regardless of our race, creed, or color. Jesus Christ always looks deep within our hearts and he does not look at our outward appearance. In John 14, 1, Jesus Christ reassured his fearful disciples saying, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. And over 2,000 years ago, Nicodemus, a Pharisee and religious leader and ruler of the Jews, came bearing his heart out to the Lord Jesus Christ because he realized that the religious beliefs were not good enough to enter into the kingdom of God. Today, there are many men, women, and children like Nicodemus who live good, clean lives. They serve well in civic life, are honest in business, have good families, go to church, and even contribute to worthy causes. However, that in itself is not enough in the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ for anyone to gain entrance into the kingdom of God. Nicodemus came seeking Jesus Christ under the cover of darkness, and Jesus Christ openly advised him, as well as every man, woman, and child, about the new birth in John 3, 2, and 3. It reads, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Like Nicodemus, the entire human race must come to the Lord Jesus Christ and accept his plan of salvation. Deep within the heart of every man, woman, and child is a human heart that is hungry for something better than what we have inherited from our natural fathers and mothers. The Lord Jesus Christ commanded Nicodemus in all mankind that we must be born again to see the kingdom of God. As human beings, we may be able to see the great sights of this earth, but unless we are born again, we will never see the kingdom of God. Hence, the kingdom of God outshines the mineral kingdom and all manner of stones and jewels. The kingdom of God outshines the vegetable kingdom with its exotic, numerous exotic trees, plants, and flowers, and even the animal kingdom because God's kingdom is filled with magnificent beauty beyond any kingdom that can be found upon this earth. Hence, Jesus Christ commanded Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child in John 3, 5, it reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. God's word, the Bible tells all mankind that we will not be able to see nor enter into the kingdom of God unless we are born again. And in John 3, 6 and 7, Jesus Christ concludes, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. 
ye must be born again. God's simple explanation of this, of this is, first, being born of water means that everyone must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And second, being born of the Spirit means that we must speak in God's unknown tongue or language to confirm the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. And that infilling is God's only Bible evidence that we have God's Holy Spirit within. John 3, 8 gives mankind this explanation of God's Holy Spirit. It reads, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. God's Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ himself, enters into the heart of every man, woman, and child to prove to us all that he is real. And he dwells within our hearts to help us live a life above sin. Hence, God's Holy Spirit within cannot be seen, but his wonder-working power can be felt and he enables us to perform things that we were never able to perform before being filled. And being born of water in the name of Jesus Christ and being born of God's Holy Spirit are essential steps in God's plan of salvation for all mankind to follow. Following God's commandment, we give every man, woman, and child, will give every man, woman, and child access to enter into the kingdom of God. The apostle Peter, filled with God's Holy Spirit, on the day of Pentecost, preached this mandatory commandment to all mankind in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ brings us into the family of God. And we then become married to Jesus Christ, just like a bride takes on the name of her husband, who is the bridegroom. Acts 4.12, therefore, scripturally confirms the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. God's salvation process is very simple, with the following steps. First, we must repent of our sins. Second, we must come and be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And third, we must be filled with God's Holy Spirit within. It is the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on the cross of Calvary that washes away our sins. And when we are born of the Spirit, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, embeds himself within our hearts as the King of kings and Lord of lords in our daily lives. 1 John 5:12 denotes, He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. 
the salvation of our souls is the number one priority for every man, woman, and child who is born into this world. And we must be born again while we are alive because Hebrews 9.27 warns all mankind and says, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. And today is already later than anyone may think. So we must get it done today. Titus 3, 4, and 5 adds this encouragement. But after that, the kindness and love of, our, of God, our Savior toward man, appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, we must take action today to claim the promise of Jesus Christ in John 6:37 that reads, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Jesus Christ stands before every man, woman, and child, knocking at the door of our hearts, as described in Revelations 3:20 to 22. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me on my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Most Valentines are heart-shaped in God's Word. The Bible contains over 750 verses relating to the heart of mankind. These scriptures teach us that our heart relates to our whole self. And when we say, I love you with all my heart, we describe the senses within our hearts to think, to feel, to love, and to act. Therefore, dear television viewers, we must realize that our hearts are our real selves within us. And that is why when the Lord Jesus Christ says to every man, woman, and child, give me your heart, he is asking you to give him your whole self totally. Today our Lord Jesus Christ continues to invite us to come unto him. And we must take heed to accept his gracious invitation and become obedient by taking heed to his voice as our Savior, Master, and Lord. We are all a miracle of God's creation, and our heart is a rugged organ consisting of a four chambers, four valve pumps which handle 5,000 gallons of blood a day, which is an amount that can nearly fill the railroad tank car. Our heart supplies the blood essential to the body's circulatory system consisting of 12,000 miles of vessels. And in the course of a lifetime, our heart beats two and one-half billion times. Although our body is a marvel of God's handiwork, it is our life that is far more important than our body's physical functions. We are indeed God's masterpiece of creation. And we are created in the image to share in the spiritual and physical blessings of his glory and to reign over the earth with him. In addition, each of us 
is truly a special creation of God. And there is no one else that is just like you. Our physical appearance, voice, and personality traits, good habits, intelligence, personal tastes, and innocent childlike spirit all together make us one of a kind. Even our fingerprints distinguish us from every other human being on earth, past, present, or future. Hence, we are not the product of any assembly line, but are indeed a unique creation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the most important facet of our identity is the fact that God has created us in his own image. Hence, he has made us so we can share in his creation as loving, laughing human beings. When we come to know Jesus Christ, God himself, our creator, on a personal basis. Psalms 139, 13 through 17 gives us this exhortation. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! By accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord, and living a God-fearing life with him, we become God's beloved, and our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. However, if we reject Jesus Christ and his plan of salvation, we will lose our salvation and our name will be blotted out of the Lamb's book of life. It is, the, in, the heart, it is in the heart that rules the world and our hearts must be governed by the love of Jesus Christ. And our faith must be rooted in the love of God who gave us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Proverbs 4.23 gives us this reminder. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The importance of the heart of mankind is described throughout God's word, the Bible. From our hearts, our mouths speak. And we must always remember, as children of God, to keep our hearts with total diligence, because God's Holy Spirit resides within our hearts. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, therefore, relates. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God? And ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Matthew 5, 8 offers every man, woman, and child this God-giving blessing. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Keeping Jesus Christ within our heart keeps us, our heart clean, and we will thereby be able to enter into the kingdom of God. It has been said morality will keep us out of jail, but it will take holiness to keep us out of hell. 
God's Word, the Bible declares this example of the rich man and Lazarus in Luke 16, 22 to 24 that reads, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. We learn here that hell is separated from paradise by an impassable gulf as stated in Luke 16, 26. And besides all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. The word hell relates to the translation of another word that describes where those sinners who rebel against God are chained until the day of judgment, being in abyss, and bottomless pit. Hell is an actual place of torment wherein those there will still be able to think and feel. And the Lord Jesus Christ holds the key to death and hell. And in the end, he will cast them all into the lake of fire as the second death. The Lord Jesus Christ warns every man, woman, and child of the certainty of hell. And he alone is able to provide mankind a means of escape from this horrible destiny. Dear saints and television viewers, it is our daily prayer that we all possess a clean heart so that we will be able to inherit eternal life with Jesus Christ in heaven above. Someone has suggested that we are all just one heartbeat away from heaven or hell. If one persists in the sins and is never born again of water and of the Spirit, and then he dies in his sin, the very moment his heart stops beating, his soul will be in hell. Thus, we now find the rich man making a plea to, the, to Abraham, asking him to send Lazarus to his father's house. In Luke 16, 28 to 31, it details the final plea from the rich man. It says, For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Today the gospel of the kingdom of God is being preached via this telecast, and it is sent out over the internet for men, women, and children everywhere to hear and to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. However, it is a personal decision that we must all make for ourselves. Romans 3, 23 to 24 describes the natural heart of all mankind. It says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. The heart of all mankind is desperately wicked, and every imagination of the thought of his heart is evil continually. Mark 7, 21 to 23 also concludes, For from within our heart, the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Jesus Christ describes three forms that sin will within mankind. First, in the human nature out of the heart. Second, in the human mind, evil thoughts. And third, in human action, adulteries, fornications, murders, etc. 
Today we live in a generation where a person with brains is regarded more highly than a person with a good heart. That may be the explanation or one reason why the world is confused and upside down. Romans 10, 9 through 10 also exhort that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let us then all make a special effort to examine our heart daily to ensure that Jesus Christ resides within. And we will be led and guided to live a life above sin and inherit eternal life when Jesus Christ calls us to meeting in clouds of glory. Once upon a time there lived a man in a house that was shaped like a heart. One evening while he was sitting on the back porch, a dirty tramp came up to him and asked him if he could sleep in a corner of one of the rooms. The owner of the house said, you may stay tonight, but you must leave in the morning. The tramp agreed to do this. When the man asked the tramp for his name, he was told that it was Mr. Jealousy. When morning came, the tramp refused to leave and asked to stay another night. Mr. Jealousy kept on staying at the man's house. One night, Mr. Jealousy brought home some friends, Mr. Selfish, Mr. Hate, Mr. Meanness, and Mr. Sin. The owner of the house grew tired of his guests and friends and told them they all had to leave. They said, we will not leave. As the story goes, the owner of the house found his answer in God's Word, the Bible. God's Word tells all mankind that if we let the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, come into our heart house, he will make the other unholy men leave, for they cannot live with Jesus Christ. Therefore the man prayed and committed the bad-spirited hobos into the hands of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ heard his prayer and came into the man's heart house, and all the tramps had to leave. Next, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, brought his holy friends, Mr. Love, Mr. Joy, Mr. Peace, Mr. Goodness, and Mr. Faith, to live with him within the man's heart house. In this year of 2016 and beyond, let us all guard our hearts with all diligence so that we will be ready when the Lord Jesus Christ returns in clouds of glory to call us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless you and keep you in the hall of His hands. And now the church band will conclude today's telecast with the lovely song entitled, He Took My Sins Away. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.